Philly, you are so wonderful and interesting. You deserve a local news podcast all your own. Check out the John Cast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Since the COVID-19 pandemic began, kids at schools and child care centers across the country have been able to access free meals as a result of the USDA implementing child nutrition waivers that provided flexibility in terms of the when, where, and how meals are served. However, those waivers slated to expire at the end of the school year. We wanted to talk about this program and why it's important to extend it, so we spoke with Crystal Fitzsimons. She is Food Research and Action Center's Director of School and out-of-school time programs. To start, I'd like to kind of have you explain the program that we've seen the last couple of years. Basically, uh, kids in school districts across the country since the beginning of the pandemic were getting uh, free lunches. Kind of what was at work here? Yeah, so back when schools shuttered in spring of 2020 because of the pandemic, Congress and the U.S. Department of Agriculture moved quickly to create what they call these child nutrition program waivers. And it allowed the child nutrition programs to operate under the situation that COVID-19 created. So there were a lot of flexibilities that allowed, you know, any community to offer meals to kids. Parents could come and pick up meals for their kids. Um, And, you know, it's really important because when kids lose access to school meals, we know that food insecurity spikes. And so now fast forward two years, we've had these waivers. They've been critical to supporting access. During the summer, they've made sure that kids had access to summer meals. This school year, they've allowed schools to offer meals at no charge to all students, which has reduced administrative work and support participation and helped schools overcome the supply chain issues that they've been dealing with and the staffing challenges. And we know that schools are still recovering from the pandemic. And we're asking for another year of the waivers. Yeah, as of right now, they are set to expire uh, at the end of this school year, I believe. Is it technically June 30th? That's exactly right. They're set to expire on June 30th. And so that means they're not going to be available this summer for summer meal sites. And they wouldn't be available for schools next year. And we're calling on Congress to extend those waivers. And just so I understand, the 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 waivers, is this money coming directly from the federal government or is it just eliminating bureaucracy that allows uh, school districts to, to provide these meals? Well, I would say it's both. So the child nutrition program, school meals, school breakfast, school lunch, and summer meals, those are all funded through the federal government. The waivers are supporting access, making sure that more kids have access to those meals, but they're also reducing bureaucracy for schools and for summer food sponsors. And so that actually kind of eases the financial operations of the programs. Do we know the effect? Is there data to how much this helped families across the country? Sure. Well, so we know that in Pennsylvania, for example, summer lunch participation increased by about 82% from the pre- before the pandemic. So we know that the summer waivers had a pretty significant impact on access to summer meals. Um, we only have national numbers for school meal participation this school year, 
but we know that about 30 million kids have been able to access free school meals this school year. So, you know, it's been a really tough time for families. Families have been hit pretty hard by the pandemic. We've seen food insecurity go up. And we also know that schools are really struggling to overcome the learning disruptions and the socio-emotional impact of the pandemic. And we, you know, one of the best, easiest things you can do is make sure that all kids have access to the healthy meals that they need at school. So this is going to expire. Why exactly are we letting it expire? Is this just another everybody's in a real hurry to get back to to the before times? And this seems like a there is nothing but upside to to this program. And we spend money all over the place. And this seems like incredibly well spent money. Is there a counter argument that's being used or is it just kind of not being talked about? Well, I could agree more. I think it should be a no-brainer to do this. Uh, There is bipartisan interest in moving forward in Congress. There is a bipartisan bill that's been introduced by Senator Stabenow and Senator Murkowski in the Senate. There is a bill that's been introduced in the House by Congresswoman Spamberger from Virginia and Congressman Hecko from New York. So there is bipartisan support to extending the waivers. We just need Congress to take that step and act and either attach it to a bill or, or move forward. But, you know, we are ca- calling on Congress to, to take the steps they need to make sure that this doesn't end. One of the things about this, because I experienced this in my son's school district, uh, I mean, we're very fortunate we don't need the food, but they basically send it home, like, you know, whether you want it or not. Could we tweak this somehow that maybe families – of means or families that are in a good spot could opt out and it just kind of makes life easier for for everyone and, and it kind of targets it more towards the need? Well, so the way with the school meals program, with kids being in school, it it really is that the schools are offering the meals to kids. And so the way it works right now is that when kids are in school, you can offer the meals to kids and kids don't have to eat it. There's lots of kids who bring their lunch or opt out of the program, Um, but it is available to any child. So it's available to all the kids whose households are struggling to put food on the table, but it's also available to other kids who, you know, may not actually qualify for free school meals because the cutoff is pretty low, um, but who are still struggling to make ends meet. Um, And then it's also like if your child forgets their lunch or their lunch money, then the school can still provide a meal for them. So kids are in school for six and a half hours a day. They really do need access to a breakfast and lunch to get through the day, being able to concentrate and focus and learn. And so by offering meals at no charge to all students, you do open it up to any child who, who wants it. But there's no requirement that any family participate. And it seems to me, prior to the pandemic, we were getting a relatively steady drumbeat of stories of school district X is in is in the news because they didn't allow a kid to eat a meal because he owed seven dollars. You know, I mean, I'm cherry picking very extremes, but you heard them a lot. It just seems like this eliminates so much financial stress, so much emotional stress, so much shame. Uh, This is really important. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. You know, one of the only, I think, shining lights of the pandemic was that it got rid of the unpaid school meal debt issue that we had. 
And so what happened was exactly what you're talking about. When kids came into the cafeteria and they owed money or they didn't have cash in hand or money in their account, then schools were left with a choice and they could either provide the meal, which is a cost to the school. And a lot of schools' budgets are really, really tight or they could not give the meal to the child. And so that is kind of the story that you saw playing out in some school cafeterias. And by offering meals to all kids, that eliminates it completely. And any child who goes into that cafeteria who needs a school lunch that day is able to get one. Um, It alleviates the stress on the kids. It alleviates the stress on the school nutrition staff. And it alleviates the financial burden on schools and on families. And you mentioned uh, bipartisan work in both houses of Congress. This expires June 30th. Is there a date if it that it has to be done by to kind of keep the program seamlessly or can it go right up until, you know, the 30th at midnight and things would be OK? Because it seems like a lot of things in Congress don't happen until it's a, a catastrophe and waiting and then everybody kind of gets it together. Yeah, no, we are asking Congress to act swiftly. Um, We are saying that it really does need to happen. The child nutrition programs don't spin on a dime. And so if they are going to extend the waivers, we need them to do that quickly. We need them to extend the waivers and we need them to do it quickly. So, you know, we've got these bills that we're really excited about. We're asking Congress to move forward um, and, and solve this problem for kids and families and schools. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.